0: Hi guys, hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you who don't know, this is Handling It Podcast, and I'm your host, Catherine Roberts. I am so excited to kick off this episode because it's actually the last one of 2019. As bittersweet as that is, this has been such an incredible year, one filled with a lot of changes for me, but one of the best things I can say that's happened to me has been launching this podcast. I am so blown away by the amount of support and feedback and just well wishes I've received from all of you listeners, the people who tune in every other week to hear not just my story but everyone that we have on to like learn from their journeys and I'm just so beyond thankful for everything. And I again hope this podcast inspires you in some way and that you can, you know, take some of the things you've learned from our past couple episodes and carry those into 2020 with you. With that said, I am very excited to announce that in 2020, we already have such an incredible lineup of people coming together. I think, you know, there's such diversity. Each person is different from the next. There's going to be a story that at least one of you is going to be able to relate to. And I just can't wait for you guys to stay tuned and, uh, find out who's all going to be on. So getting back to this episode, I am so excited for you guys to learn the story of Margie Mays. This girl, if you don't know her name already, start learning it because she is just going to be an unstoppable force. And I am so excited for you guys to hear about her journey. So some of you might know Margie from her time on American Idol. She just finished uh, season two, which is season two since the relaunch of the show. And she came into the top 40 in the competition, which I think is pretty darn impressive. But that's not all she's known for. Since then, she's been, you know, living the life of many artists, living out in LA, working on her music and building a brand for herself. I had, you know, heard of her name from the show. I had watched that season I had watched more the beginning of the season and then caught up with it towards the end. So I had seen her audition, but going back, and once I decided I wanted to have somebody from Idol on the show, on the podcast, I decided to go back and watch audition tapes. Came across Margie's, was reminded again of how much I loved her and her story, and I just thought I gotta have her on. And luckily, you know, she wanted to share her story. But since the show, you know... She's really been working on her music, her social media page. I'm going to obviously leave a link in the description below, but definitely give her a follow. She's so fun. She just has a great personality, and I just think she's a beautiful light in this world. (laughs) And I am just so excited for you guys to hear her story. So I'm going to shut up now and just let you listen in, and I hope you learn something from it.
1: Oh, I think you can hear me.
0: Hey, how hey, are you? Sorry, that was so bizarre. No, you're totally I... fine. And okay, you gotta count. forgive me. I am like sick as a dog. I woke up this oh, no. morning with like an annoying head cold. So I'm so nasally.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's one, I'm sorry. Two, I know it's going around because three, I literally am like on my final, I hope day of Ugh. this. Like I, yeah. I caught whatever you caught. From across the country,
0: <laughs> no, it's it, rough. It's so it's rough. It's so
1: rough. And I remember thinking that I was still going to be sick when we had our thing, but now it's you. But <laughs> I have, I'm a little nasally too. So, oh good. We'll, just...
0: well, first of all, thank you so much for you know coming on. I think this is going to be a really exciting episode. I'm yay, <laughs> yeah. So um I guess let's just go into a little bit about how I how I found you. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, I, I discovered you through American Idol, which I had mentioned to you before. Um, I'm, I had grown up watching it, you know, and then like, <laughs> like everyone else in the country. Um, and then when it came back, I, I was really excited. I, I think it had a really like fresh look and, you know, a lot of talent. The first season, like post, you know, the hiatus. The first season had a ton of really talented people and you know, Maddie Poppy and just like some really great amazing. Yeah. So some really great uh some really great talent all together. But I did watch your season that you were on. I guess. And then yeah, I just thought I literally I told you this on the phone when we last spoke. I said I went through everybody's auditions from that season. And you were just, like, the most relatable human being. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was like, you are literally me if I were to have auditioned for that show. Right?
1: I think I said this to you when we talked a lot, like, just when we were getting to know each other. But it truly was, like, the moment of, like, I had – I also grew up watching the show. And, like, Mm -hmm. just – Yes. Was enamored by it. Like truly for like 15 years, actually longer than 15 years. I mean, when I was 25, when I did the show, and I probably watched it for the first time when I was eight or nine, but mm-hmm. for so long, it was like that conversation that you plant, like, you know, when you're like ready to fight someone or like, you're ready yes. to like <laughs> talk about a conflict or whatever it is, or like you want to say something to somebody like, oh my gosh, I like you or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you, you literally do the conversation in your head in the shower yes. so perfectly. And you're just like, yes, we I rocked it. <laughs> like, I feel like I had that in my head for so long. And then when I showed up and walked in that room, it's just so chaotic, like, or in the sense of like, uh, it gives me anxiety thinking about that moment, that girl being me in that moment, because like, they have this funny thing where okay, so you're standing outside the room and you're talking to Ryan Seacrest. And they even mm-hmm. aired that because just like, oh my gosh, you're so <laughs> nice. Like I just couldn't stop talking to him because I felt like I had known him for freaking 17 years. And nice. um, I was talking, talking. And then all of a sudden he was like, okay, it's time. And he like opens the door for me and like starts pushing me in there. And then he, right before I walk in, he pulls me back and he was like, just kidding. That was a fake out. And mind you, I had already been, punked by the cast or the <laughs> by the crew that day when I met Maddie Poppy and she was all disguised I don't know if you oh
0: yes oh my goodness yes, yes. that's we so can funny. talk about that it yeah. was
1: just like the wildest day already for me I was I was just having the best day of my life and then so of course yeah he pushes me and and pulls me back out by my like jean jacket and is like just kidding that was just for like you know, a camera trick, like in case they go to commercial sometimes right before someone walks in or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then finally, like, after all the anticipation, I go in to the room and I just remember thinking like, okay, what are they going to say? And they were like sort of silent. And -hmm. I just remember like, I'll never forget. Like Katie had this little tiny, like Dixie cup full of vitamins and she was taking them, like swallowing them as I walked in. And it just like messed with me. I was like, oh my gosh, like they can't even talk. She's like swallowing vitamins. (laughs) And I just think I shrieked. And just a lot of what people saw on the audition a lot of it was almost exactly how it went down. Like there was some really good editing. I will say whoever does the edits of like making it very fast, like all the purring, which I honest to goodness, like forgot that I did, um, until I saw it back. But, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of that was edited like super quickly, but yeah, I just like, I'm thankful that you think it was relatable because some people were like, Oh my gosh, this girl's crazy. What's wrong with her? Thinking have like, disorders or you know yeah. or whatever and I'm like dude this is the craziest day of my life yeah like
0: I don't even know I mean first of all like let's just talk the judges like mm-hmm. Lionel Richie, <laughs> Katy Perry, yeah. Luke Bryan and
1: uh-huh. then Ryan
0: Secrets, like it's oh my gosh it's everything plus like you're surrounded by cameras I mean right which
1: already y- gets me buzzing and like I had, they, I arrived on scene and just like, I was so, I'm wearing my platform sneakers, just like, can't sit still. And they kind of immediately were like, Ooh. And it's interesting, like, because while there's like hundreds of kids, well, you know, tens of thousands audition, but like hundreds Mm -hmm. or so get to do the filming, the audition day for the judges. Right. And the day that I went, you know, they split, let's say 300 people do that audition Mm -hmm. they split it amongst five cities and then each city there's like three days of filming. So those judges come back for three days in the same outfit. Mm -hmm. And I was the final day. So I was day three of of LA and there was only 17 or 18 kids, you know, people auditioning that day. So it's a very small group. Um, and so me just buzzing around looking like a caffeine addict they immediately just like started grabbing me for a lot of scenes like which end up not even getting onto the show it's just like Mm -hmm. b-roll footage but the one was I had I would talk to like other contestants one of which was this girl all dressed up like a goth and we talked and she started like stirring the pot she was trying to like talk drama and I had watched a little bit of the season before just to honestly study it and because I saw it on Facebook and that's um, so smart And I couldn't watch the show once I knew I was doing it because it just legitimately gave me so much anxiety. Like I would watch Hollywood Week and like freaking sweat through my clothes, like full on, like it just, it was too much. I was so nervous. So anyway, the little bit I had watched, I knew that they love to like, have dramatics, and so she this girl is just like, Oh, I hate this. Sh- the shows, oh, everybody's so vanilla, all this stuff. She's like, Oh, there's fake romance in it all, and which was because the girl who had won Maddie Poppy and her boyfriend mm-hmm. ended up falling in love on the show, and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. whatever, long story short, turns out that. It was Maddie Poppy in disguise. And they pulled her, she pulled her wig off like a couple hours later, right before I thought I was about to go sing. And her boyfriend, Caleb, who came in second. So these people, in my eyes, are freaking Carrie Underwood status at this point. And I'm meeting them and I had like unbeknownst to them, me talk to her for for 15 minutes. And it just was, I started sobbing immediately. I haven't even (laughs) sung. And then the next thing I know, like the entire crew was in this like half moon semicircle behind me. And they all come out with the cameras. Like, that's a shame that they didn't show that because I was just beside myself. And then, of course, we all saw this audition. So they just sat. There was like the. And I will tell you, like, when I auditioned for the producers for this show, mm-hmm. I didn't act as wild as I was the day up. I feel like they just won this lottery ticket for, like, comedic or whatever I yeah. was, entertainment value. Because I was a little, like quirky and nervous, of course, but I, Mm -hmm. I wasn't, they just gave me the perfect hallelujah for like amen day. And, um, yeah. And so I'm really thankful that you felt it was relatable.
0: (laughs) No, so relatable. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, and then, you know, other than Idol talking to you before, Um, you know, we talked, you're from Delaware originally yes, and you grew up in Delaware and then you moved to LA for college, right?
1: So I moved to Cal. Yeah. Well, yes, but not LA. I moved to, um, I mean, sort of, I'll tell you, (laughs) I, (laughs) when I was 18, I moved to the Bay area for college. I did my undergrad at Stanford, studied human biology all blah, blah, blah did. I mean, it's not blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. But I did that. And like very early on, I, I mean, by like early days, sophomore year, I was just like, Mm -hmm. I remember being in my sorority house being like, dang, I want to go to music school. I just knew so quickly that I didn't want to like be a doctor, which is Mm -hmm. what I kind of pretend like convinced myself I could do would do, which is just like a really large commitment to make to yourself when you don't really want to do that when you're like dying to perform and entertain people. So um anyway, I graduated, gave my parents my diploma, and then the day, literal day after I got in a car, my mom helped me load up all my stuff in like a not a FedEx truck, a whatever. Oh a a U-Haul A U-Haul. And we drove to LA. And then I went to that following that fall. So that's fall of 2015. Now Mm -hmm. I went to music school in LA. So I, I sort of pretend like, I mean, Stanford was like this amazing chapter, but I sometimes forget about it because I moved here and no one ever talks about college. Like it's just, it's funny. The entertainment industry is so different than my upbringing. Like Mm -hmm. I, it's just, I was raised in Delaware and like all we did was like, travel in this like maybe five mile radius of life. Like I lived one minute from my school that like my dad went to. (laughs) Yes. Like my dad went to his like dad went to or stepdad. And then all my siblings went from K to 12 and we were literally a stone's throw away. Like my best friend lived next to the school. So we barely, we did like sports and school and like full on, uh, that was my life. And then, Coming And then I really was quite a study bug always in college too. And then I got here and I just like that chat. And I don't really have any of my school friends either from Delaware or from Stanford in L.A. So it's like this new chapter and I'm the one that I kind of always dreamed of and it's just um, – I'm 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 excited. It's it's super fun. It's really cool.
0: Wait, what was your question? Definitely. Did you have a question about that? No, just like sort of, you know, <laughs> talking about your upbringing and all. And it, it's interesting hearing you talk about that because I feel like I have a very similar experience. Well, really? I'm, yeah, well, I you know, I'm not really in the music entertainment side, yeah. but I grew up in a very, very, very small town. Um and I love where I grew up. It's incredible. Right. Um like literally like lived right by the high school that I went to <laughs> yeah. my whole entire, my mom's side, she has four brothers and they all live in within 30 minutes of each other, which yeah. is great. <laughs> like it made like, you know, I'm, I'm close with my cousins. Like I love my aunts and uncles, like very close knit family. Um, But it made it so much more difficult to leave. I think because of that. Mm, interesting. And then additionally, you know, the town that I grew up in because we were so small, Ever since I was younger, I knew I wanted to write. I wanted to do something with film, with TV, oh. like, anything in entertainment in that aspect. So yeah. around me, you know, there was nothing but, like, the local newspaper or, you know, working for the, like, the Weather Channel. Yeah. Is... Did you
1: do those things or did you not no. do those,
0: <laughs> and, those yeah. and that's fine. Like, those are jobs. Like, it's important. You know, we yeah. need local reporters, et cetera. But yes. It just wasn't, it wasn't what I was, I guess, hungry for.
1: Yeah, of course. Totally, so, totally yeah. understand that. I mean, I think, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I, I mean, I would come out of my shell in definitely in moments. Like I, when I, anytime that I could, I would like do a musical at school or yeah. like I always, had the creative desires since I was super little, but I don't think I fully emerged from my shell until I like moved away. And I didn't have like the cocoon of my home, which I don't know if I was relying on, but it just like, I had to, I was so itching to get out of there. And then I just, yeah. I slowly but surely morphed into, I guess a butterfly or whatever.
0: <laughs> I would be now. No. Yeah. I mean, and that's how, you know, I felt coming to New York. It's like, mm. Oh my goodness. Like the possibilities are literally endless and there's so yeah. much opportunity and yeah, it's like tough to move away where you're from and like always be humble and like stay true to that and like be proud of where you came from. But it was, it, it was an interesting leap to make, but I'm happy I did it and I'm happy how everything's turning out. So yeah, how
1: many years are you out of college? At I,
0: yeah. So I went to, I went to school in New York. Um, I went to okay. University. And yeah, that. yeah, so I was there for three years, and then I graduated back in May. Oh, good so, for you. Which is crazy, though, because it's already been like I think seven or seven or eight months. Yeah, mm-hmm. insane. It's, I can't. It, it goes
1: so quickly. So I mean, quickly. I'm legitimately. I graduated. June of 2015 like mm. I'm coming up on my five-year high school I mean I'm sorry no five-year college reunion 10-year high school Insane. reunion that is crazy literally what what how am I old how am I like yeah. viable to have like literally a child and
0: and people would yeah. be like congrats you know? <laughs> no, no yes oh my it scares me like I go online and I everybody's just like living their lives. I had friends who just came to see me this like past weekend and they uh-huh. were like, "Oh my gosh, like you have an apartment. You get groceries. Like you're an adult." Yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's insane. It really is. But I know I'm know. sitting
1: on my first, well not my first ever couch, but I haven't had a couch nice. in so like three years or something, mm-hmm. because I lived in a studio apartment and full blown, like there just wasn't room for a couch. So the only t- place I could sit my butt was like on my bed or on these little chairs that I have. Oh, no, I had a desk or my desk chair or at these little chairs that are so uncomfortable. I had this oh, yes. miniature, miniature, um dinner table whatever Mm -hmm. and they're so uncomfortable so I sit on the floor so often and I just got a couch legitimately like less than 48 hours ago and I feel so cool
0: like I feel so good about it a working woman
1: (laughs) a working woman and I bought (laughs) spill insurance which is um a life hack everyone needs to know about I mean, I don't know if there's a place called Living Spaces on the East Coast because I'd never heard of it.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then my boyfriend legitimately laughed at me when I was like, oh my gosh, I discovered Living Spaces. And I guess in California that is like Target. Like it's just so oh, common. Okay. And he was like, Really? You discovered that? Like I thought I like discovered some like sick brand. Yes. <laughs> anyway, at Living Spaces, you go in and they sell Um, it's honestly, it looks like a pottery barn, but everything's like a fifth of the price. It's really cool. But anyway, (sighs) they have spill insurance because I spill everything. Like a five-year-old always have, probably always will. Something's wrong with my hands, but (laughs) it's like, I wanted a white couch. Come on. Like people, I like a white couch. And I went with this, like, it's kind of. Well, let's just say it's off-white, but it's mm-hmm. still light. Like it's definitely a hazard. Anyway, for 150 bucks, like a working woman I Amazing. am, I paid for that. And I have five years of spill-proof whatever insurance. So if I spill Beautiful. on it, they'll actually fix it.
0: <laughs> I love that. Very cool. That's incredible. I need As that. As
1: in the name of cat, I'm handling it.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Like such a smart move to make. Like literally Mm -hmm. me, whenever I, everything on Amazon I buy, I always do that, like, you know, two year warranty, four year warranty. (laughs) I'm like, will I ever need it? Probably. I break everything. Yes. Uh. I needed that from my vlog camera. That was, that was good.
1: I try to like, I'm always so, I feel like I'm stingy with stuff and then I'm like, what? I'm constantly buying things. Uh, What? Get it together. Which one are you?
0: (laughs) know. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I guess to, you know, continue talking a little bit more. So yeah, you made that leap out to LA and then, you know, you, well, California, I guess, but you're living there. And then what was the timeline between, you know, going to school and then doing Idol?
1: Oh, great question. Um, so I went to school to music school. So Mm -hmm. already in LA music school, started music school right away, had was there for two years and then graduated in November of, I'm sorry, no, September of -hmm. 2017. And then I want to say about three weeks out of music school, I literally like had nothing lined up. I was Mm -hmm. just like a 24 year old had always been like an A plus student. And then just like my life, there was a road and then there was just this cliff and I just went off of it I didn't I had no plans other than like I taught this one one hour like voice lesson on Saturday mornings for like 40 God, bucks right. like <laughs> I had yes. no plans and I just like I think I had that delusional probably delusional but it now I guess I could be like it was optimistic like this optimistic faith like it was gonna be okay like I remember my boyfriend was like what how are you Like so optimistic? Like, are you worried? And this was very early in our relationship. He wasn't like trying to like get under my skin about it. He mm-hmm. was just like, what's your plan? And I just didn't, I don't know what I was going to do, but thank God. I just, what happened was one random day, a couple weeks out of music school, I I had been working on like music with these guys. Just like you, it's just like create little creative circles. You you create them like I'm sure you have them in, mm-hmm. in New York and you see them. They're just little, you you meet friends, you work on music or whatever you're doing. Anyway, I got this call um that that night, like in a couple hours, there was this like audition for a singing TV show that didn't actually exist yet. Like it wasn't American Idol. It wasn't the voice. It ended up, it ended up becoming a real show called The Four, but Oh, yeah. Yes. This was, like, right before it started. And basically, I didn't really want to go. I remember, like, I was just, to be totally honest with you, I was, like, hanging out with my boyfriend, and he was, like, sick like you are right now. (laughs) And I was just like, I want to take care of him. And um, probably because when you don't have much going on, you, like, cling to the one thing that you have that's, like, good, even though really, thank God I said yes to this audition. So I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I have to be brave. Let's say yes. I went to this audition thinking it'd be like lines of people out the door, but it ended up being like this private audition, which was really cool. And so mm-hmm. I went in, there was these three guys. This was all being filmed, but it wasn't for like TV. It's just, they film things, you know, um,
0: right.
1: so they can look at the contestants or, or the possible contestants. Anyway, I end up, it's like this long audition, like 30 minutes of just me in this room talking to these three guys so I sang like five things. I literally rapped Rapper's Delight, like just the most randomness. I was so unprepared. But like I had just come from music school, so I had some songs up my sleeve, you know? Sure. And I just remember like 30 minutes in, they were finally like, or 30-ish, whatever they're like, okay, cool, like you're done. And I just like went in, took a sip of my water because I could finally like, you know, when you're tense, 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 oh, or you're yeah. like adrenaline, and then you relax. I go to sip this water. Can't swallow because my just like I'm like choked up, like nervous. <laughs> spit this water on these men. These men like in the music industry, or like so Stop. I you know, so I think they're like old men, and I throw up, don't throw up, I spit up water on them. this there we're just freaking laughing. Like it was very funny, <laughs> yeah, and clearly not planned. Um anyway, we're laughing. This one guy's rolling on the floor laughing, and then I leave. Um Long story short, did not get the part for that show, mm-hmm. and very thankful that I didn't because, basically, I went on about my life. I, like, started walking dogs on WAG, the mm-hmm. app. Yes. I like, yeah, I slowly was, like, accumulating a couple more students, but honestly, like, really not, not crushing it right. post-school. Didn't really know how to do it. So, life went on, and honestly, about seven months later, it was a random day. It was... July, no, June, uh, late June of 2017, uh, 2018 at this point. Wow. Oh my gosh. Life has flown by. Um, and I remember what was so crazy about this whole experience for me was it just was all, you know, those moments in life when like the universe starts just like aligning something for you. Yes. Have
0: you ever had that happen? Like, percent
1: um, okay. This was the whole experience was that for me. Like it gives me full body chills every time I talk about it and mm-hmm. think about it too hard because I remember, okay, my dad for forever has two things. One, he like always kind of resisted me doing music. He was just mm-hmm. like, that's a hobby. You can be a surgeon and, and listen to music on the side. Right. That was the debate, like the, yeah. the budding heads I've always had. So hence why I like got a full degree from Stanford and then put it in the closet and never looked at it again. But anyway, so he also, every Christmas would make home videos for my mom. The reason I bring this up is because this night in June, I was like driving to whatever, do something. And I heard, I had like recorded myself singing like the Star Spangled Banner
0: Mm -hmm.
1: whatever. I was like, this sounds kind of good. I'm going to send it to my dad and he can put it in a music not a music video. Um, not that a, a home video for my mom sent Mm -hmm. it to him. The next morning I woke up and he had texted me and was like, Oh my gosh, you need to try out for American idol. And I was, I like, I remember it literally like it was yesterday. I was like, ha ha ha. Okay, dad. (sighs) And he was like, no, I'm serious. You owe it to yourself. And I was, I remember like my heart was like kind of pricked because I was like, gosh, he's never been into this idea. And it just was like, dang, maybe I like should question mark. But Mm -hmm. I also was under the impression coming from Delaware. I never knew a single person who truly who'd been on a show like that. Like I, I didn't really, I was kind of under the belief that it didn't really happen. Like that it was Mm -hmm. fake almost, or just you had to know somebody. Like I just really didn't see that as possible. Mm -hmm. And I remember kind of being like irked in the sense of like, ugh, should I go look into it? Like, what should I do? And, and it irked me because it was like a dream of mine. And it was a dream that I'd had since I was eight or nine. And I just was like embarrassed by the dream. And so, and pushed it so far back and was like, okay, you'll be happy without that. Anyway, the God or whatever universe Uh changed my life that day because I had that text conversation with my dad and then like six hours later I walked out of a yoga class and I had a text message, a voicemail, and a missed call. I look at my phone and it's like, hi, I'm a casting consultant from American Idol. Um, I was in the room that day seven months ago when you auditioned for that random thing. And I'm casting for... The show, do you have any interest in on you're the first person I thought of? Like, do you have oh any interest? And I was just like, Holy crap. And then I was just like, Heck yeah, I do. And yes. then I said yes. And I called my mom and she was like, Oh my gosh. And she was like, Dad's gonna freak out. And then anyway, long story short, I sent in that, like, went home right away and like sent like a picture of myself and like my website and like videos I'd had like on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then we sent it in to the producers of the show and then two weeks later I got an email and they were like, Hey, we, we like your voice. Like we want to meet you. And then two weeks, less than two weeks after that I went in and auditioned. It was like my one in-person audition for like the executives of this show. Like we're talking like 15 people in these, like those cool, like lounge, like the lazy boy chairs, like Mm -hmm. in this big building in Burbank, California. And, had this audition and like right on the spot they were like we're gonna put you to the show and it was just like I did not know my life was gonna change in that moment it was kind of nonchalant the way they said it and I was yeah. just like that was July of 2018 and then I filmed the day that you saw mm-hmm. um November 10th of 2018 so like four months later
0: that's insane oh it's my insane goodness. yeah it's so weird how because I do I really believe like it's either God's plan or just some sort of like things are just meant to be like, it's too weird to like not be that way. You know,
1: I totally agree. And I'm so thankful. Like I, I truly like, I'm like laughing at myself. Like what was I going to do if this thing didn't fall into my lap and it all started. And just, it's so crazy. The domino effect of one decision, like,
0: Definitely. Oh, my gosh. No, the, like,
1: I said yes to one little audition that ended up truly changing my whole life.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And I think that's the really cool thing um, because you, so you made it into the top 40, correct? Top 40. Top 40. And then, Which is such an accomplishment 40. to begin with. Like, oh such my gosh. an accomplishment. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Yes. No. I, I hate when I can't see somebody's face when I'm talking to them <laughs> because I'm like, I always want to interrupt because I never know if, like, they're done talking
0: and no, I'm so sorry.
1: Um, no, but Top 40, like, I felt literally on top of the world when we survived. When I survived Hollywood Week, like, the if you've seen the show, like, the yeah. worst week of the whole thing. Oh, this, I, I don't even know how you guys do it. Like it's, It is horrible. It is horrible. Like, sometimes I'm like, is this, like, ethical, what they're doing to us? But <laughs> I... You know, you just go, you just do your, you do, it's as stressful as it seems on the show, but I guess it's a little less stressful because the other piece of it, 99% of you is just adrenaline the entire time. Mm -hmm. So you sort of just like all of a sudden it started and then six days later it's over. And by the time, when I made it to the top 40, I like, I was like a princess. Like I felt like Cinderella, like it was so cool. Um, yeah. And then they, they cut to 20 in Hawaii, um, And that was my demise. But you know, I feel really, really good about it. And you went to Hawaii, so (laughs) oh my gosh, coolest like the most beautiful resort, the Disney Alani is like ridiculous. I can um, imagine. and they built like a, they build a stage, a huge stage with like, it hasn't the only, it only has a floor. Like the rest of it's just like, literally the backdrop is the sun setting over the ocean in Hawaii. It's great. Oh. It's on the beach in front of hundreds of people. Like I literally went out there and I was like a backstreet boy. Like these kids are at the front screaming for me, like with their hands out. And I'm like Yeah. It's just incredible. Um such a life-changing experience. And what was cool was and what's so interesting, I guess, about like TV shows is uh-huh. um the the amount of like they film so much stuff and then it becomes such a quick amount of time. Like maybe it, feels like as as a body of work when like a person sits down is like, I'm going to watch a season of the bachelor or a season of American idol. Like it feels like a lot, but it's so crazy when you're filming this, like how much of my life went into that, like from July, the day I was cast or whatever to, Mm. to February when I was cut, like that was a lot, a long period of my life. In the sense of like just a lot of stress and a lot of preparation and so much mm-hmm. time and energy and rehearsal goes into it. Um, and then it becomes this really short thing and like a week or ten days of your life becomes like like my part in Hawaii because they were cutting me was like mm-hmm. three minutes long, maybe. <laughs> and but anyway, when I watched it back, I felt like I won. I was like, this is so amazing. They oh followed gosh, like yeah. my whole journey and painted me so accurately in beautifully at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I was just, I felt like I won when I watched the Hawaii episode with my boyfriend. I was like, I feel like I'm about to go through. Like it was just, it was yeah. felt like a win the
0: whole thing. Well, and I think what was really great about, I guess, your experience in that way is that I, I personally think you were sort of like a fan favorite. I, I thought you were like very much relatable. Thank you. And like su- just such a fun personality. So I think with that in combination of the use of social media. Yes. Because that's what I think is really interesting. Like, Idol coming back into, like, mm-hmm. today's society. Like, yes. now there's this whole social media thing, which wasn't there before. which It's crazy. I can only imagine, like, oh my gosh. Like, could you imagine if Twitter and, like, Instagram <laughs> were around when, like, Kelly Clarkson won that, like, first season? I... I don't even know. Like It'd be insane. Yeah. And I, it is, it's a total, I, I can't
1: even like picture it. Like I was listening to a podcast today mm-hmm. and they were kind of like, what do you see? And it was just like some, these two girls were talking to this girl who does like fashion blog or whatever, but she, she used to be a blogger. What's funny about it is like, she's what you would call an influencer now, but she started so long ago that she started a blog. And then they were like laughing, like blogs don't even really exist anymore. Like now who the people who are bloggers are what you'd call YouTubers or Mm -hmm. like Instagram or influencers or whatever. And they were like, what's the future in 10 years? And like, no one could really guess it. <laughs> but yeah. it, it's just yes. So to go back to what you're just saying, like it is an extremely like if you're, I'm like was wild and crazy like and and I there's a wild and crazy like portion of good portion of my personality, but I'm definitely like through and through a Gemini. And what's funny is like within. 10 minutes of meeting me, Lionel Richie, like, saw this right away, and he said something to me about it when I met him in my audition. He was like, Uh I, he was like, you're a Gemini, and so am I, and I have fully two personalities, and he was like, you, my friend, have at least six in there. And I was like, you're very correct. Like, he's a smart man. Oh, yeah. But I, the reason I say that is because I also, like, am pretty, like, I don't want to say I'm a business woman, but like kind of a savvy businesswoman. And I was like, well, I'm the second that I got cut. I was like, Mm -hmm. let's go hop on this opportunity and try to make it. What's crazy is like, I was, I was already cut before I really even like announced that I was doing the show. But I had to just, I just just was like, I'm going to make a social media storm as big as I can about this. Because you know, what happens is a lot, like honest to goodness, like 90 seven percent of people do the show and don't don't take up the opportunity exactly. that it provides and like I don't mean to say that in like a um like a taking advantage of the situation I'm just like
0: but cashing yeah. in
1: on it like, like, like uh uh-huh. like if I want to put music out like you got to have some fans out there or whatever it is exactly and,
0: um
1: or the, I mean there's just you the day of social media like it is crazy. You can like, I can make money off posts, which is wild. like feels weird, but like crazy. For certain things. it's, it's very cool. Um, I don't even, I can't even imagine like, well, I don't like, I have some of these fans who are like 15 year old girls, 11 year old girls, like mm-hmm. girls who were me watching the show. Like yeah. I'm thinking of my idols and it's crazy that like, I can talk to them Mm -hmm. I like, they message me and I respond and they're like, I'm doing my homework. I'm, I have my essays teased tomorrow. Shout out to you guys if you're listening. Uh But like, I could never, it's just, I remember when I was also, you can like cut me off from talking too much, but but I, when I, so when I was right before I went in to audition for American Idol for the judges. So I had been cast they had been like, you're going to go onto the show. I had this four month window where nothing was happening
0: uh-huh.
1: and in the world of the entertainment stuff when you don't hear from somebody it's typically a no like that's yep. just oh they've dropped you or whatever it is so because I was cast so early on I was like stuck in this world of like okay is this really happening or am it like should I prepare or is this like gonna fall through because of course I'm like con- always convinced everything's gonna fall through so anyway while this was happening somebody from The Voice reached out to me and was like, hey, we're interested in you coming on this show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh gosh, what? Two opportunities at once? It was just crazy what was going on in my life. Like I'd gone from zero opportunity walking these dogs to all of these opportunities in my hand, like, or possible opportunities. And I remember, there's a point to this, I promise. I remember being very conflicted because The Voice moved faster with their contract. They basically Mm -hmm. were like, I did like, I never went in in to see anybody, but like I talked on the phone with people and then all of a sudden they were like, hey, we want to, here's the contract. We want to bring you in for rehearsals and like three weeks and then to film the show. And I, meanwhile, I had been like, quote, you know, quote unquote cast for American Idol, but I hadn't heard from them so long. I was freaking out inside because I was like, you know, because the logical people were like, well, you have one contract, you sign that one. But I was like, my heart is screaming to do American Idol. And, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to have two stones in my hand or whatever the phrase is and then lose both opportunities. Long story short, the universe, God, like truly had my back because I remember I was like, holy, it was the, it was the weekend I had to just make a decision. And I went to, I was in LA obviously, where I live, but, like, a different part of L.A. I had gone to a boxing class with two of my friends. <laughs> and I'm in this coffee shop that I had never, I don't i usually go to. And I look over with my friends, and I see Haley Reinhardt, who... Oh,
0: my goodness. You know who she love is? love her. I love her. My gosh. Oh, okay. my... She's, like, potentially one of my favorite idols. Like, oh, oh gosh. love her.
1: <gasps> you don't even know. Like, I... <laughs> loved her I mean I still do anyway I see her I freaking idolize her she's one of my top five like ever you know favorites like she taught me how to sing I swear like she's just incredible I'm freaking out I'm like oh my gosh and mind you I live in LA I've seen some celebrities like Mm -hmm. I've stumbled into or I've seen Matt Damon these big stars kind of and I'm like frick Hayley Reinhart like having a seizure in my head and I tell my friends who, like, aren't very impressed. They just... They didn't have that, like, special connection, I guess, with her that I did. Or yeah. so I thought. Anyway, I, um, I'm i like, oh, my gosh, that's her. Like, I want her career, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, go say something. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, no. <laughs> just seeing her is good enough. And then she, she leaves. She leaves the coffee shop. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that was so cool. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they were like, you should have said something that's so stupid. Anyway, I guess what happens? This never happens. Stop. No one ever does this, but she walks back into the store, into the shop yes. and sits down right in my path of like where I would have to walk by to leave. Sure. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is my chance. Like, should I say something? <laughs> and I never talked to celebrities. Cause I'm like, what am I going to say? That's different than anybody else. Right? Yeah. So anyway, my friend was like, I'm going to say something to her because you're stupid not to whatever. So I'm walking and he is kind of, I'm like my one friend goes by her and then this guy, he walks up to her and says something. And I'm now freaking, you know, 12 inches from her. Uh-huh. And I, I'm like, he's talking to her. I have to say something. So anyway, she like sort of looks up at him and then eventually like needs eye contact with me. And I'm just, I'm not kidding you cat. Like I said, hi. And then immediately felt like tears just like freaking lining my eyes and I'm like the next thing I know I am sobbing in front of her like (laughs) hardcore hardcore sobbing very loudly like and causing a stir (laughs) in this tiny coffee shop and and you know, when you just like know that you're making a ruckus and it's embarrassing because you can't yes. control it, like I'm just crying more because it's so embarrassing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. So, like, I looked like a crazy fan. I was like, I love you so much. Like, <laughs> love, like, I just, crazy girl. Ah, like she's so nice about it too she's she was like incredible. she hugged me she was like oh my gosh you were so cute like it's fine and and I was just like oh my gosh like I'm doing American Idol and she was it was just cool because I I like had to tell her I was like this is so cool and anyway what was crazy was that whole week though I had been praying for a sign I was like please yeah. give me a sign I need a sign like I have chills thinking about it like I was praying for a sign to decide like what show should I just jump for? Because to me at this point, even though they had been like, you're going to be cast, I I thought American Idol was a risk because I hadn't heard from them in months. And I, it was like, oh my gosh, that is my sign. And I literally eventually said goodbye to her, like walked outside and just fell to the floor for like 15 minutes and cried with my two friends.
0: (laughs) Amazing.
1: I was so blown away. But anyway, that being said, it's so, social media, like, yes, tied it back to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's so wild to me that, like, these little girls, that was me, I, like, can talk to them on Instagram, and I wonder if it, like, takes the illusion away of me being, like, fancy. Like, I'm just, like, talking to them from my couch or, yes. you know, my floor. Um, but I, anyway, yeah, I'll let
0: you I talk. I think actually, I <laughs> no, you're fine. I think actually that, like, is a really great thing to do, though, Um because that's how you really develop a good following, you know, I, I to hope get so. to I know, to get to know people, to get to know the people that are listening to your music. Like, I think that's a really smart, a really smart thing to do. I um, hope
1: so. Thank you. Cause I, I'm like, should I be talking to them? And I can't resist it. I see these messages and I'm like, oh, it's so sweet. Like, I want to just respond for a second.
0: Yeah. No, that's, oh my gosh, that's adorable. Like, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it,
1: it, yeah go for it what what do you what do you got for me
0: no but that's so funny you were talking about Haley Reinhardt. like I love her like uh-huh. her her rendition of House of the Rising Sun like Duh. can we take Duh. a moment <laughs> <laughs> can we take a moment like love her like
1: do you know how many times I've sung that like to Stop. her vocal like without Stop. like a track just like she's so darn good and
0: like it that was I think like, not to be dramatic, but, like, after that season, that's when I stopped watching Idol for a little bit. Me, it was too. So, like, I was so pissed off. I w- Like, I loved her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, for some reason. And that was 2011. Like, I remember because yeah. I, down- I like, Ill- I like Lime Wired all of her songs <laughs> onto my iPod. And then, like, that was it. And, like, yeah, that was the end of my, I went to college in 2011. Yeah. So that was the end of my American Idol watching days. Totally. Like same. Ugh. Yes. So it's she's just like imprinted it's in my head and I will forever. I've never actually told anybody other than like my mom about that encounter with her, but mm-hmm. it was so crazy when I had been praying like, for a sign, a sign and yeah. like, it was just her, like it was other than Carrie Underwood. Like she was my, the only other yeah. person that would hit me that hard. <laughs> oh,
0: love. And I, I, I miss the old, like the good old days of Idol, like back in the beginning. Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I think there's a lot of nostalgia with it too. Cause
1: we were so young.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like and then no that was,
1: cares in
0: the world. No, like... no cares in the world. Like just sitting around, like calling in on your landline phone. Like oh, my it was everything. Busy.
1: It would be like busy. Like you would yeah. have to call back. To well, that was
0: the thing. I think we talked, that, that was like a legit statistic. I forget what year it was. Maybe it was the first year. But like more people had voted for, you know, whatever contestant on American Idol than like the actual election that took place. Oh, really? Which is insane. Oh, but like that's if you think cool. about it, it really makes sense. I, I mean, mean like uh,
1: it was a huge freaking show. It was, it was a huge show. I mean, it still is to me, like it's a huge show now because like everything I see when I like open my phone is like American Idol related. Because yeah. it's just like you know what I'm saying? Like the people that I follow or from the show or whatever, whatever. It's just like, so it floods my head and my phone, but it was so big back then. Like I'm, I'm not surprised. Like Ryan Seacrest is a, is a rich man.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. And there's like, I forget who the, I see. And that's the thing. I don't even remember the the first guy's name, the first season. It was like Ryan and like the co-host. Oh really? Yeah. There was like a, yeah, there was another co-host. Like they hosted it together
1: and then wow. he dropped
0: out because he thought, like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. And like <gasps> now no, no one knows his name. Wait, no way. That's yes. crazy.
1: I did you watch the first season?
0: Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I don't remember much. I was a fetus, you were, like, but too. Yeah. yeah. You were, like but, like so young. I remember I loved Kelly. Like I remember vividly though, like buying Kelly Clarkson's first album. Aww. And like listening to that in like my mom's minivan in like the little CD holder, like oh, so cute. everything. Yeah. Like just going to pick up a CD, like was yeah. everything. Do and you I...
1: remember hit clips? Any chance? No. Oh, okay. I was trying to talk to a couple people about hit clips recently, and they also didn't remember. That was my shit. It was like <laughs> I'm, I won't get into it, but because it's a tangent. But basically, it was like. Like, you know what a CD looks like, obviously, but like yes. a CD case, like a, the little yes. the plastic thing it comes in, like the plastic little yeah. box, like skinny, whatever. Okay. They were like miniature CD cases that you didn't open them. They were just like, it was just the illusion. Um, and it, it was like a one inch by one inch, if that, maybe like half inch by half inch, like tiny CD. And you would stick it into like a mini, mini boom box and it would play like out loud, like 45 oh, seconds. Of like the chorus of like Christina Aguilera Fighter or like all these random songs from the radio and they were called hit clips. You could literally look it up on eBay. Like they still there they exist, but they don't make them anymore. Yeah. And anyway, that was my like you. I, I would be listening to hit clips in the car in the third row, and my brother would listen to his hit clips yes. like out loud. Like they're very tiny. Anyway,
0: amazing. Just the old but time. yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess to like move off of Idol because there's yeah. so much more to you than that. <laughs> Um, you know, your life post the show, you've been working on a lot of your own music. I know you've been doing so many projects you can't really talk about at the moment, but yeah, you are doing your own stuff. So I guess if you want to talk about how you got into that. Yeah. I mean, I, so I guess like
1: the, if there's anybody that's listening to this one day, like, or today or in five years or whenever they find handling it, like whenever you guys are listening to this, like. The re- uh, well, actually, I lie. This is not a lesson because what's interesting about doing the American Idol type thing is there's a pro and a con to living in L.A. is that I guess the con is that once you do the show and you leave, you're in a city full of thousands of people who've also done a show like that. Right. And you aren't anything special. Mm -hmm. for that accolade, even though the accolade like is so special to me and I'll always be thankful. Like I will always feel like it's so special. Um, but as opposed to if I had gone back to Delaware or if that's where I lived or I lived in another state, like you come home and like you're kind of royalty, you know, you're like the closest thing to a celebrity that that town has seen. And you can, like, I remember reading an article before I did it and it was kind of like, Some people say, like, it's a benefit to live outside of L.A. because you can, like, make a huge career off of it in terms of, like, doing a bunch of shows. And, like, Mm -hmm. you can go go, go around your area and, like, people think you're a celebrity. They'll buy your tickets, like, buy your merch, do all this stuff, as opposed to doing the show and coming back to L.A. and being in a sea of people who've done that. Like, you're nothing. You're still... You have not climbed the ranks. Um, Right. So, anyway the benefit to being in LA was that I, I'd been here a couple of years and like, I had friends who I had made in the industry, you know, mm-hmm. like over time, like I would do little things like sing demos for my friends who are producers or songwriters or whatever. And I, which is a huge part of the business is having friends and people and a circle in the business. So when it came time, like, cause you know, I would dabble with like, trying to write my own stuff and get my own stuff out there mm-hmm. before the show. But it was just what I learned about the industry is let's say you write this amazing smash hit song or something like that, right? Yeah. It will never be that smash hit unless it has a platform, an avenue through which to go, which like didn't really make sense to me for a long time until I under—I started like understanding it just after a couple of years being in, in the business was sure. what that means is like, if you're a no, not a nobody, but like, if you don't have a huge following that song, unless you like get it placed in a commercial, like an, mm-hmm. a nationwide commercial or something huge, it's, it needs to be sent to a select, like a, a Megan trainer or someone big or yeah. Selena Gomez. So anyway, the reason I bring that up is because I would try to, you know, be like oh let's get this song out and just no one's incentivized to really help you mm-hmm. or get your stuff done when you don't have a fan base um like nobody's ears are going to listen to that song that so it's going to fall to the bottom of the, of the priority barrel for all your all your like songwriting and producer friends so anyway sure. um it was cool like once I did the show I just was like let's freaking go and so I went back to those same friends and I was like, let's put music out. Let's, let's get this song out. Let's get another song out. And they were just like, okay, cool. Because they were excited about it. So that was awesome. And I guess that's the benefit of being in this city. Like I think if I went back to Delaware, maybe I'd have a little more like celeb status or whatever that like the ego wants, but I wouldn't have known anybody to make music for me. Like I wouldn't have had those friends and resources. Cause the thing about like, like, an art, for me, I don't believe it happens in a vacuum. Like, it takes a village of people, like your friends help you write, help you produce, all that stuff I can't do. I can only do one thing or a couple things as best as I can. And so, um, anyway, I... I blasted forward. I was like, I'm going to put music out. I'm starting my vlog tomorrow. I remember telling my boyfriend, I was like, I want to vlog. And he was like, oh, please don't. And then I was like, suck it. I'm getting a camera. Yeah. got bought it on Amazon. And I, I just went for it. And turns out he is so supportive and is also my editor. And he's the best editor ever. Amazing. But, um, I was going
0: to say you have really good edits. Like that was They're my they boyfriend. Are, yeah. No way.
1: I pay him like $5 an hour. Like That's he incredible. is my precious editor. <laughs> And at some point he will be too busy for me and it's going to hurt my feelings. But anyway, um, I started, so I started vlogging because I just was like, okay, I know what's going to happen because this is what happens is people watch these shows and while they're watching, they look you up. So go to your, they go to your Instagram. So I just got it all prepared. I started vlogging, putting those out. I started getting music ready, putting that out. Look at you. I know. And I just, since then, I mean, it was cool. Like I got cut. And then a couple weeks after they brought me back to film an Oscars commercial. I felt like I was living my high school musical dreams and (laughs) And then um, the show came out. I remember I was watching the Oscars, like telling all my, like, you know, I had like a thousand Instagram followers. I was telling everybody, like, watch the Oscars. I can't tell you what it is, but there's something cool. And I, the before the commercial came out that we had filmed, 10 minutes before that, they released a commercial during the Oscars, literally when everyone's watching TV, yeah. of me, just like my own commercial of me in my bed with uncrustable sandwiches on my eyes being like good morning America like and it said like you don't know me da da da, yet and I just like legit lost it I was yeah. like oh my gosh oh it was the God. coolest thing ever and so then 10 minutes later I had this I was all dressed up head to toe like hair makeup costume dancing on and singing on top of the Roosevelt Hotel like Anyway, it was just this amazing start, and then the show came out and it was just like a literal social media storm like it was a bit overwhelming to be honest. I had to turn off like all notifications it was because I couldn't even drive anywhere like if I had if it yeah. was like every time someone liked a picture it was just it was heinous like I couldn't deal with it so I in a good way um and then the show happened and i was just like let's ride this as long as you can feed the storm talk to the fans like get everybody excited because i knew at one point they were going to cut me off the show and everyone would have seen the what had already happened to me mm-hmm. um which was just as emotional as it was like in first pers- i honestly think it was more emotional watching it back because they had just done such a beautiful edit for me like mm-hmm. of just like me saying goodbye and they I just love that. The people who make that show are so, so good. Like that's part of the reason I just rave about it is because I had such good experience and it's because the people who make it are just wonderful humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And that goes from the top down to the people who are like literally crafting the scenes that you see on, on, on the screen. Um, Yeah. And then I, they brought me back for the finale, which was crazy. Um, and some really cool gigs that I'll never forget to be on live television. I messed up, and, like, I don't think people noticed, <laughs> but I did. And um, and then, like, kept, i just been dropping music as much as I can and then auditioning for things, and then, yes, I have some cool projects that I can't, that's the thing, the tough thing now is, like, I'm not going to say being in the spotlight because that sounds stupid because I'm, nine <laughs> 99% of, 99.9% of America has never, Heard my name, but um, having a little bit of a fan base, like right, yeah, you have yeah. that desire to want to be like. Oh, by the way, I'm working on stuff. You'll see it in in nine months or whatever. But you can't as a where as opposed to that when I was filming, you know, American Idol last season. Like I just had this little secret to myself, and I just worked really hard at it, and uh-huh. then I got to reveal it, and it all came out. But now it's that there is that a little bit of a that fear of like not keeping up like not doing enough sure. to stay relevant um
0: I don't know if you ever feel that or if you've like yeah like heard, not even yeah. like I don't even have you know a platform like I'm just a like girl on Instagram yeah <laughs> but like I'll feel the same way sometimes which is like a really kind of scary like I don't know why I'm feeling that way but right. it's like if you don't post a picture like sometimes I'll go like a month and I'll be like wait I haven't posted a picture and I'm like jeez And I use, like, I'll admit, like, I use Instagram, I think, pretty heavily out of all my social media. And, like, even in the past, I think, few months, I've been, like, using the Instagram story a lot and just, like, posting, you know, like, quirky, like, interesting stuff about myself. But then with the podcast, too, now, because that's sort of the ways I'm promoting it. Which uh, is awesome. Yeah. uh, Because, you know, I didn't know anything about this I just jumped into it and created an I created an Instagram account and then like all my other social medias I post on it It's so, so good yeah so but it, yeah. it's great too like the cool thing about it and like being able to look at all the stats and like seeing where people are listening from um due to me having like friends sort of all over the all over the world that I've met through studying abroad like I can see people in Spain that are listening people in Australia like it's it's really right. neat Um, but yeah, I feel like social media is definitely something I feel pressured to, you know, maintain and keep up with. Yes.
1: You want to like keep up with the Kardashians. Like literally, and you're like, frick, I'm not (laughs) a Kardashian. (laughs) Um, but you yes, it's it is I mean, that's the one like come down of like, and I definitely am experiencing it now of just like the reality of like you don't ride. The, the, that, um, feel like, I'm sorry, you don't get that, what is the word? Like, you don't have the social media storm happening right, a thou- right. every day after you are on American Idol. Like, it happens during the season and then the season ends and it's like, okay, you're back to, you have all those those followers, but it's not active like it was. So you see the come down and it's like, dang, am I not doing something right anymore? Like, am I, am I not interesting anymore to people? But it's like, no, you just were on TV. Like you have to remember that. But I still feel that feeling of like, how do I stay relevant? Or how do I stay interesting to people? Or like, wow, I never had a platform. What do I want to like do with it? What do I love? Like, it's just, it happens such a whirlwind. And thank God it did. Cause I dearly did not want to be walking dogs. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, truly still so grateful for that like day that it all changed. But, um, I, yeah.
0: yeah and just... I will say you really like, I love your Instagram. Like, I don't know if how wow, much time thank you, you put into like, curating <laughs> that, but like the pink, the everything, like the tones are just amazing. I love it. <laughs> wow, I I
1: mean that is really kind because
0: yeah. I, I I look at other people's Instagrams
1: and like get not jealous, but I'm like, dang, how do you take so many good photos? Like, <laughs> I I can't. It really feels maybe it and it. was so funny? And when you say something like, I'm like, everything's an illusion. Like social media is an illusion. Like yeah. when when I do things like half do you know how many times my boyfriend laughs at me he's like do you know the faces you make are so bad I mean not in like he's not like you're ugly but he's just like dang you know how to ruin a photo (laughs) and it's so uh, it's a it feels like a serious struggle to do my Instagram page but I guess it probably helps that I'm always like okay this is this project that I'm doing, like I need a picture for it. So I have to like get my photographer friends to take those, but the girls and the guys, but mostly girls who just like have their coffee on the New York strip. And they're just like standing there looking like an Instagram model. I'm like, I, I don't, I struggle. (laughs) I can't do that. I feel so awkward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, yes, I, I mean, thank you, but it feels, um, it's, it's – I don't know. It's not hard. It's, like, fun, but it's also, like so – I agree with you. Like, some days – I won't, I can't really go a month now without, like, posting a picture because yeah. I was really not onto the – I didn't really use social media. I wasn't, like, a huge, like, just that girl who was good at it. I didn't really use it at all. Mm-hmm. And then the show happened. And I was like, let's rip this Band-Aid off. But, um, yeah, thank you that's all I can say. Yeah, I,
0: no, it's like –
1: it's great, and I think
0: because you you primarily, I mean, I think you would categorize yourself as a pop artist. I mean, I'm sure you sing yes, tons of yes. other genres, but primarily pop, right? Definitely, definitely, yeah. And I think that's you know, when I think of pop music, I think of like fun, like vibrant, like colorful, and that's exactly like what your page is. So, you're thank definitely you. Definitely on message. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? You I said out, you're but... definitely on message. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's hard. It is, it is hard because, um, or, you know, I came off on the show in such this heightened manner, just like, yes, so charismatic, but also like very goofy. And that is me. But like, if I, sometimes I feel like I have to wear this like band or like raise this flag and be like, I can be serious too. And, um, Yeah. It's just, I'm just navigating it. Like I'm trying to just, I'm, I'm doing all these things. Like I, I get stressed when I'm not busy. I feel like you and I talked about that. I, I, if I'm not busy, like I, I, I feel guilty to a massive degree. So I just constantly, if there's not something going on, like in my, like I'm not on set being for a hired project or whatever, I'm like, let's go to the studio and get studio time and record a cover or record a song or whatever. Or let's exactly. keep going because I I need to stay busy so I feel like I'm moving forward. Because I don't really have, I don't know if this is one of your questions, but like I don't really have like a final destination, to be honest. Right. Like I I don't do you, I don't know if you do in your life. Like maybe you have specific goals, but I mine is yeah. like when people ask me like, what do you want to do now? I was like, I don't know. That was honestly better than I ever dreamed of anything ever happening for myself. Like I like totally. to go on to the show of your dreams that you never believed possible. Like, and to it just, I was like, I'm done, I guess. I'm just kidding. It, yeah. But it's just the beginning. It's so crazy. If that, if you followed that, like, I mean, no, it's yeah, just that's the
0: beginning. And, my situation with that is kind of interesting. I feel like I've always been a very big planner. Yes, me and, too. Yeah. And like you, like I, we had talked about this, like we're both, I feel like very ambitious people. Like we yeah. have a lot of passions and we're very driven towards it. And for me, like over the past year since graduating college and like literally having an open road in front of me. Yeah. I'm really just trying to take it in day by day. You, and uh, yeah, you can't plan. It, it, like, you really can't plan. You can't.
1: Like, I mean, you can. Yeah. Like, I, I think, uh, sorry, I'm also, like, somehow my nose just started getting so itchy. I don't know what it is, <laughs> if it's this new couch, so I'm looking for Claritin as I talk <laughs> no, you're fine. But, um, us nasal girls right I now. I I'm so um, nasally. I, yeah, it is interesting. It's just this, like, I guess, this, like, um, fine, like, balance of, like, having, like, a a year-long plan, like, a you know, obviously, like, in 10 years, like, I hope I have a whatever thriving career, like, I yeah. truly do, I don't know what it will look like specifically, but I hope I do, and I hope I'm, I guess, popping babies out at some point in those 10 years, but, like, yeah. I have, like, in my head, I, like, I just got my 2020 planner, and I wrote down, like, some big goals that I have, and then I have, like, then I have, like, my week-long goals of, like, okay, goal every single week. I write down at the bottom of my planner of that week, like, goals for this week. Wait, and I just, love that. It's so, so helpful. I need to and do I that. Hope, <laughs> you need to do that. It's I, I'm i telling you, like, all the good thing, all the accomplishments that I've ever had in my life are from being organized. And that sounds like a stupid trait, but it's so helpful. Yeah. Like, I am a planner, like, um... Like my literal planner, like I keep every single one that I've written. Like I write down, yeah. like take a shower.
0: No way. And yeah, <laughs> and I do, and I cross it off, and I yes. feel so
1: good about it. Yes. But I um, love
0: a list. I need a list.
1: Like <laughs> no, the goals thing is so helpful. Like I will legit to anyone listening and to you recommend. I yes. love the Erin Condren planner because there's just it gives you enough space for every day, but at the end of the week, there's like seven extra lines, and I write goals. And I and I started doing it. I think. Maybe two uh, two years ago or something, or maybe a year and a half ago. And it has helped me so much because in creative fields, there is, it's so easy to put off stuff you're you're hoping to do because they're, I mean, honestly, not even just creative wise, Once school is over, there is literally no deadline for half this stuff other than paying your bills. And so all the things I'm dreaming of doing, like the little steps, okay, let's put this song out. Let's get that photo shoot done, which leads to the bigger things. I will never get done if I don't make sure those goals are done like the six or seven things every week I write down and sometimes they're small ones like okay send an email to this person but it's something that I would put off because I procrastinate and I won't do it but if I see it written down as a goal like I do it and I get so much more done and it's really cool like especially like I'm honestly as I'm talking to you I'm having the one year anniversary of doing Hollywood Week for American Mm -hmm. Idol because you guys saw it in March or April, but it happened a year ago today. And the amount of stuff I've done in one, in less than 365 days is pretty astounding. And I just feel like it's because I write it down and I'm like, it's something I want to do. I write it down and I'm just like, freaking do it. Because yeah. that was the best lesson ever was stop being afraid and just go for it. Because Definitely. one tiny yes can just catapult into like, just so much. I'm just, I was so afraid to be like, I want to do this just in creative <laughs> fields. It's like you, it's like, there's like shame to be like, I feel yeah. worthy of trying this anyway. I am so over that now, but I'm under
0: anyway. Yeah. I, so to do list and, and Amazing. goals. I'm going to start that. I need that in my life. <laughs> so, important. well, this was so great Margie. And I'm, I'm really happy that both I and hopefully, you know, the listeners got to know a little bit more about you.
1: Um, I think you have
0: such a promising future ahead of you. I can't wait to see all these new projects you're working on and keep following with you. And yeah.
1: Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, it's, I, this is so, I know we both said we can like talk to a wall, but like it's fun to talk to a person.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: And it's such a blast. And like, I, these things like perk me up. Like, I mean, it, I will be like, oh, I'm kind of tired. Like, every time something like is about to happen for me, I'm always like, before I perform, like a big performance, I'm like, I'm so tired right now, even though I'm like yeah. bouncing off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's so fun, like, brought, just woke me up today. Great. And, um, it just, yeah, this is a blast. Like, thank yeah. you for finding me and, and no thinking of me worthy. Like that's, I just, I'm really honored. It, it means a lot to me.
0: Well, it's, that's been the great thing. Like each episode that I've been doing, um, I don't know if like definitely listen to some, like each, yeah. you know, guest that I have on is so different from the next. And I learn so much from, you know, each of the people on, it's just, I think a great experience all around. So. I'm like so proud of you and I'm, like impressed. Thank you. Like
1: <laughs> I was thinking about it, you like today because I was just like dang like a podcast like I yeah. I, I podcasts would be so fun to do. Like I I listen you to podcasts to it
0: for more, sure.
1: More than I listen to I've kind of made that transition of like more than I listen to music because I think my brain like I have a hard time turning my brain off when yeah. I'm listening to music because I'm like, "Ooh, that's a cool cover or like whatever and it's too much." <laughs> Sometimes I need to stop, like I need to relax and I listen to podcasts and I'm like it takes a lot of work to like find people have the auda- like not audacity but like the courage yeah. to ask them to talk to you and then like curate a an episode and like also trying to thread like having this theme throughout yeah. the whole thing like that takes a lot of creative thought and like I'm, I'm super impressed because I remember thinking yeah. like gosh it'd be fun but like I would just want to talk random <laughs> like I don't or whatever but yeah. that being said impressed with you like really you excited so about this
0: I appreciate it I know I'm excited to see where it takes <laughs> off I have like already so many other episodes like <laughs> Oh, good the lineup, and I I just think it's going to be great. So, I'm wow, so I'm happy, happy for you, came you. On truly. And shared your story, <laughs> it was so great to hear from you. Oh,
1: thank you. So, yes, anyway, yeah. super excited and so thankful, and well, very
0: impressed with you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Margie. You're welcome and feel better. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know. I'm like literally going to like take some Zycam, take a NyQuil and like hit the oh hay. Oh my gosh.
1: My nose is itching for some reason. Yes. Crazy. So anyway,
0: go to sleep, get yes. some rest. You're and the best. Thank awesome. you. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Kat. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode and hearing from Margie and all about her story and her experience of being on a reality TV show, especially one as iconic as American Idol. I think that, like I had said before, she's such a bright light in the world, and one of the reasons why I was so excited to have her on the show and to talk about her journey is because it's so relatable. We all have things in life that you know we don't want to do because we think they're stupid or trivial or that it's, our dreams aren't going to really happen, and it's just something to you know keep dreaming of and not to act on, but I think it's really important to know that none of that is true always go for it and you never know like what's gonna happen so I think that's just such an important life lesson to learn from her and I hope you all continue to you know follow her and her journey so as I had mentioned before check out the link and her Instagram descriptions in the bio below definitely give her a follow online and keep up with her journey. She has some amazing new projects and new music coming out. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it, and I'm very excited to hear it as well. I think that, again, she has such an incredible story, and she's such a fun uh, such a fun girl, and I'm so happy she decided to come on the show and talk with me and you all. So I guess this is me signing off for the rest of 2019. Uh, it's been, again, such a great year, and I am so happy how this podcast turned out and i'm so excited to see what kind of shape it's going to take in 2020 again we have some really incredible people coming on and i think you know there's going to be tons of new life lessons to learn from and i just i can't wait to see what it's all going to bring but thank you thank you thank you again so so much for all of your support and love and yeah continue to tune in and I'll see you guys in the new year and just enjoy this holiday time with your families and friends and yeah I'm so thankful for you guys and can't wait to see you soon all right happy new year everybody